1924 when he threw rocks around a canyon down into the modern age he's been a boon companion though many folks have seen him know now none of them have held him or brought a decent hand sample to dr jeffrey meldrum if you're walking through the woods one night and you see a vague footprint Build a mold and cast that bitch, cause it could be a hit. But if you've never seen a Sasquatch, just seek and you will find. Because Bigfoot is a state of mind. Yes, Bigfoot is a state of mind. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Hidden Zoo, where every week or so we make fun of an animal that probably doesn't exist. My name is Don. Uh, and with me once again is, you know, your 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 regular co-host Blake. Hey, I'm back. Yeah, he's back, back again. Something, something, Guess something. Guess who's back? The, yeah. Tell, tell how, a friend. How'd the movie go? Eh, well, all right. Good. Well, you know, overworked as usual. Yeah, but I was all right. But you know, you got paid. Lose some shit up. Did I send you those? Yeah, you showed me text videos. You sure did. Yeah, those guys have fun. Videos with they squibs. They blew the shit out of some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, we're not good. We can't do blanks on this. That's too much. But we can blow stuff up, though, with the effects people. <laughs> so what did you do if you didn't do blanks? Did they go in? Are <laughs> they, they going to do they it just in post? Go, you know, they just fake it. Oh. Which, you know, is okay with a handgun. But when you're... Uh, 12-gauge shotgun isn't making that much recoil. It's a little bit of an issue. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I saw you in that news report you sent me. Oh, yeah. Which one did I send you? Uh, shit, I don't remember. But, like, they were there's interviewing... Now. I, there's another one I can send you where I I didn't intentionally walk through the through the shot, but I'm in there anyway. The, the one you sent me was the one where they were interviewing Neil McDonough about how gorgeous Spokane is. Yeah, he's a pretty good actor, huh? Yeah, <laughs> right. That's what I, I'm, I'm watching. Awesome. I'm watching it it's in the kitchen, place. and and Julie's going like, "Wow, that's no, 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 it's nope." It's it is a good place for a film though, because it's there's a ton of stuff for cheap. Yeah, that like that everything you said there was well, true. That that's 100 like, percent correct. You can get if you want to come here and shoot stuff. You want yeah, woods, so you want mountains, you want you want a town, you want a suburb, like you got it all. Like it's part of why Z Nation sort of succeeded in mm-hmm. doing the entire country here. Yeah. It more so more so in some cases than others. Cuz nothing here really looks like the south, but they tried. Yeah. No, but, not, there's not a lot of desert. Not a lot of Death Valley type things. If if you had less, if you uh, extended the, because they tend to do like a a production radius where they'll say like, it's got to be within this distance Mm -hmm. from here, from a spot. On this one, I think it was like 30 or 40 miles, something like that. If you extended that out, if you, you know, if you had the money and the time to extend that out to more of Washington. If you get down towards the Quad Cities, they have... Yeah, like you'd have a ton. Grassland. Or if you just did the whole state, yeah. you'd have pretty much anything you yeah. wanted. I mean, you're not going to have Spanish moss and plantations, but you can have desert, mountain, mm-hmm. prairie. Bayou. You got any bayou up that way? Yeah, you could fake it. <laughs> There's some swampy looking shit around. Sure, why not? <laughs> you borrow a fan boat and sell it. <laughs> 
So when's you can, it coming you can out? Get ca- you, can, uh, you can fly in some Cajuns. Do you know when the movie's coming out? No clue. Okay. <laughs> they don't even tell you. No. Well, they don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no one's going to... If anyone tells you when it's coming out, they're full of shit. Because yeah, they it's don't a, know. It's not, like it's, a, it's not like it's a huge blockbuster where they have to meet a deadline because they announced two years ago it was coming out. Yeah. The, uh, the, the PR firm hasn't decided a release date yet be, you know, on big stuff they're like it's coming in may yeah and then it's got to be it's got to be there in may yep. or you know that's a problem but on these little ones it's just it comes out when it comes out yeah i remember when you worked on paper tigers like three years ago and like six months ago you were like i think it's out on streaming it's i still haven't seen it yet and i hear i hear tell it's actually good <laughs> which it's cool. that's exciting. I want I want to see it now. We should, should have a watch be, party. Yeah, I know. Whenever it's available to to watch yeah. somewhere, because they they kept sending me things for like it's at this film festival and you can watch it online. But I'd always I was always doing something. I was always working or gone, so I'd miss part of it. Like I can mm-hmm. I could do it, but I'd miss like forty minutes of it. I don't want to do that. Let me see if it's on Prime real quick. Uh, paper Tiger. I don't think it is. It's the Paper Tigers. The, pa- the Paper. The Paper Tigers. You put the the in there, or else it comes up with other stuff. Paper Tiger. Paper Tigers. Clan of the White Lotus. A Paper Tiger. No. No. Can't even buy it. Kung Not Fu yet. Comedy for the Underdogs. No, no, there's no links on the website to places to watch it. Eh. It should be out soon. Eventually. Somewhere. Eventually. When we're all vaccinated and we all get together. <laughs> I haven't been to the theater in a year. Uh-huh. I think the last the, the last thing I saw in a the theater was, I, I'm not sure if it was Knives Out or the or uh, Parasite. It was one of those two. I think it was Knives Out for me. I think Knives Out was the last one I saw. Like, Which makes me sad. I haven't been to the theater since I think March of last February or March of last year. Yeah, it really sucks. But yeah, movie was good. Yep, made cool. some money. Got off my ass. Bought a skink. I did. That'll. That's. If we do a real animal, that's my real animal oh, for today. I kind of figured. I kind of figured you were you were looking for a cryptid that would allow you to talk about your new skink. Oh, it has nothing to do with that cryptid. It's oh, okay. just, it, just a really animal. interesting, weird animal. So, I was—I uh, brought this book downstairs. You guys can't see <gasps> this, but oh, I kept almost—I've almost bought that a few yeah. times. Uh, it's the cryptozoology A to Z because Aaron and I were wondering if Octo Squatch existed outside of the internet prior to 2015. And <laughs> if if there's anybody who believes Octo Squatch exists, it's motherfucking Lauren Coleman. Because he has never met a bullshit story. He didn't go, hey, of course that's true. I'm Lauren mm, Coleman. I'm I an expert. This, there may be some shred of truth to this non-tetrapod right. vertebrate that's running around. But this isn't. this is hardly exhaustive. Like, it doesn't even have Deloitte's ape in it. How long are the entries? Uh, it depends. Looks doesn't like, that Deloitte's ape throw that bullshit out the window? Doesn't No, it doesn't have him at all. It's got Chupacabra. Which is way stupider than Deloitte's Ape. It's got the Queensland Tiger, Pygmy Elephants, the Nahuelito. What is that? I don't, I don't remember that one. Let's find out. Page 174. Nahuelito. I bet it's small, whatever it is. 
A lake monster reported in the Nahuel Huapi Lake of Argentina and Patagonia is called Nahuelito after the lake where it lives. Huh. Patagonian plesiosaur. Yeah, because that's real. Yeah. Sure. Plesiosaurs Here, totally exist. Let's, let's, have, let's have some fun. Let's uh, pick a page and I'll read you what, what dumbass thing is in... Is in okay, page 182. Page 182. Norman that's... Scott T., Born in Salinas, California, has always had a strong fascination with dinosaurs. In the early 1990s, a co-worker introduced Norman to Herman Ragusters, who had been to the Congo in search of Mukili Mbembe, a possible living dinosaur. So, Norman Scott is a cryptozoologist who founded a website, Cryptozoological Realms. <laughs> okay, you want to wait for this URL. Here we go. <clears throat> HTTP colon backslash 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 hometown.aol.com slash mokili slash cryptozoological underscore realm slash html underscore 3.2 slash english <laughs> slash index.html. My angel fire site went down. <laughs> My famous AOL hometown cryptozoology site has a... Uh, it goddamn well better have an embedded MIDI file. Norman is currently working with William Gibbons on potential cryptozoology expeditions. William Gibbons sounds like a cyberpunk writer from sounds- Planet of the Apes. <laughs> it's William Gibbons, yeah. <laughs> Dr. Zayas yeah. is reading the latest William Gibbons novel. That's my skink's name. <laughs> it's Dr. Zayas. All right. It was, um, it was, uh, it closely edged out professor bobo <laughs> i like professor bobo all right I'm saving that for something goofier another page dr zayas is kind of serious and the skink is very serious looking he's very so sleek boy. his face all right uh another page uh 19 page 19 other end um go a little further because we're still in the introduction okay i was like who wrote the forward for this <laughs> so start at page go no further back than page 23 um 38 page 38 is big bird is there an entry for snuffleupagus no but the big bird did get its name from the sesame street character the the big bird rio Grande valley 19th january 1976 did it really or someone just go that's one big bird <laughs> witnesses this, well um, some called it horrible looking. It was at least five feet tall with wings folded around its body and large red eyes on a gorilla like face. Yeah. Like big bird. A gorilla face. Yeah. yeah. Most, lots of birds are known for having gorilla faces. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's when, when you think of Sesame street, uh, character, big bird, the first thing you think of is his, his gorilla face. Uh, uh, for the count, uh, the count loves, uh, letters and grammar and big bird has a gorilla face. While it may have been big, Uh, it hardly seemed a bird. Oh, Uh well, then why do they call it Big Bird, then, if it's big? Why don't they just call it, like, Big Gorilla? Because Texas? (laughs) They didn't know. Well, it looked like like a gorilla, but it was flying, so it's clearly a bird. (laughs) A bird. It wasn't. We don't cotton to no bat squatches around these parts. (laughs) Okay, one more. It sounds like some... Pacific Northwest hippie <laughs> nonsense. If it's got wings, it's a bird. Bats, birds. Bugs, birds. All of them, birds. Yep. Airplanes, water, large metal birds. Water, fish. 
<laughs> Sky bird. Daddy, can you help me put on my water wings before I go in the ocean? No, I don't want you to be no kind of fish bird, honey. Water wings? Mm-mm. Mm. No. <laughs> no. I do not understand. Cannot wrap Just my put head. On, put your gorilla face back on. <laughs> All right. One last one. And then we'll do your cryptid. Um, 100. Exactly. 100. Goblin universe. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pick some goblins. The phrase "goblin universe" is often applied to the Earth's supernatural and otherwise esoteric residents. Long, but long the Deloy's I... ape isn't in here. No, but the goblin universe. Something is. that is like a real—it's obviously a real monkey, even though they identify. But goblins. <laughs> F. W. Holliday's book, "The Goblin Universe," nineteen eighty-six, published seven years after his death, combined the early the author's early lake monster research with occult speculations about the nature of the beasts. Soon, goblin universe came to mean paranormal explanations, though that is not entirely. Entirely what Napier, who I skipped a paragraph about him, or Holiday had in mind. Uh, bleh, 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 bleh. Yep, okay. Goblin Universe. Is there an entry for Mogwai? <laughs> I doubt it. There's a <laughs> timeline. Universe. There is a whole cryptozoological timeline. Oh, good. Yeah. What, does, what does it start with? Starting with... Keep on, what, on what day did God create Bigfoot? Uh, so, 1812, Cuvier's Rash Dictum. <gasps> Cuvier, I know him. 1817 was a noted herpetologist. And this this was published in 1999, so 99, the last entry in the timeline is Blue Timor Monitor. Oh, yeah, that's a wait, that's a real thing. Why is that in there? Probably because it's something that cryptozoologists are claiming they found. I don't know, I could look it up, but we're done with that. Well, the Timor Monitor definitely exists. Tell 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 us about your cryptid. I'm looking at Timor Monitor. Yeah, that's definitely, a, that's. I mean, that's definitely a real lizard. A blue, but what about a blue Timor Monitor? Blue, huh? I, you know, blue iguanas exist. The blue raspberry <laughs> Timor Monitor. I don't know. Like, just the color of a lizard is totally plausible. Yeah, blue is blue is pretty rare among reptiles, but it does exist. Blue tongue skink. Well, yeah, I mean, it's more as like an overall color. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but yeah, that's why it's called yeah. the blue tongue skink is because that's pretty notable. So mm -hmm. it's a very notable characteristic. All right. What do you got for us this week? The Cadbury-saurus. The Cadbury-saurus. Well, it's Cadborosaurus, oh. but I prefer to think it's, it's, it's related to the British Cadbury company. It's, it's uh, a chocolate shell full of delicious dinosaur goodness. Yeah, you know the commercial when they're auditioning creatures? Yeah, and so they're looking for they a dinosaur. Just left that one out. That goes buck, 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 buck. They're like, what is this Zooglodon Bacillosaurus looking thing here? We don't, you don't want that hawk in our chocolate. It doesn't know how to buck, buck, buck properly. Yeah, so I'll just call it the Cadbury-saurus. All right. It's uh, shortened to caddy. It's better than know, butter if beast. Wanna, if you want to get cute. <laughs> I don't. And uh, let's see. This thing's been around for a while. Let me find my timeline window here. Let's see. A lot of the a lot of it comes from the 30s. Is where you know the serious science happened. Oh right. There wasn't like there wasn't like one sighting in 2007 from an anonymous Reddit poster. No, this has multiple. Multiple sightings. Also, you know, it goes back into native mythology. Oh, big surprise, that. Then you know it's real. 
with you know there's First Nations accounts because this is Canada. Oh, Caddy, Caddy is in cryptozoology A to D, A to Z. Oh, it better be in this. It's kind of a big one. I'm yeah. shocked we haven't done this. Yeah. All right. Well, tell us about it. So <laughs> I'm trying, dude. Most of the, the descriptions of it look like the Zuglodon or Basilosaurus, where it's the that long, skinny whale. This? You know what I'm talking about? We've talked about this one before, right? Yeah. But look, here's the sketch. It's, it's, oh, wait. Let me bring up your window. It's it's like a snake with a whale fluke. Where'd you go? Oh, yeah. That's pretty close. Yeah. Except this one usually has a camel or a horse-looking head. Oh, of course it does. It's related to the Jersey Devil. And, like, allegedly the Inuit of Alaska had some kind of representation on their canoes to scare it away. Mm-hmm. Although, if you probably ask the Inuit, they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> but <laughs> It's just a really dope way to carve they, a canoe. Yeah, we're like, uh, we just drew this badass monster on here because we um, have imaginations because we're not just, like, primitive idiots. Shit, in a thousand years, they're going to dig up, like, somebody's hot rod that's going to have flames on the front, and they're going to be like, he put the flames on the front <laughs> to scare away his enemies. Oh, in a thousand years, they'll think Star Wars really happened because they'll be like, those fucking idiots couldn't have come up with this on their own. They saw it. It's uh, <laughs> like it, stormtroopers were real because they drew it. It's the historical documents, like in Galaxy Quest. <laughs> People a thousand years ago were dumb as fuck. They had no imagination. No. They could only they could only relate what things they saw in person. Aliens built the Empire State Building. They could not possibly have done that. I mean, what did they have back then? Like a TI eighty two? There's no way they could have come up with buildings. How how can you make Dodger Stadium when you don't even have a hyper quantum supercomputer? Yeah. They couldn't even plug their brain into the ether. How could they possibly have come up with the matrix <laughs> even in the future they'd be like yeah this is kind of dumb <laughs> you can't power anything with a person how much resources does it take to keep them warm and feed them they obviously didn't have any imagination because uh, they didn't they they came up with this dumbass idea for a movie plot Stupid. If you, if you just if you if you just changed it so that you used them as a mass parallel processing device for a humongous human powered neural network, it would make so much more sense. Uh. Uh, where was the first sighting? It's like I don't write this shit down. This is all seat of the pants <laughs> science here and research. Look, I research cryptids like uh, internet moms research vaccination. So that's what we're dealing with. Here. <laughs> You're just going to get a real superficial pass. Most of the, you know, quote-unquote information comes from the 30s. Mm -hmm. Oh, here we go, 1791. Hey. A crew member on a ship under American fur trader Captain Robert R. Gray was the first to report a caddy sighting in 1791. I'm interested in what that sighting was because, you know, Cryptid Wiki doesn't list it. Right, and not only (laughs) that, when you have 150 years between sightings... How are you even sure it's the same fucking thing that they claim to have seen in in 1791? But all the cool, all the coolest shit comes from the 30s when people were supposedly seeing it, mm-hmm. and it's got you know the humps and loops of a typical sea serpent. But the reported carcass is my favorite thing. Is that in the where was that 37? So we find that 30, yeah, 37. 
a whaling station found a weird carcass inside a sperm whale. And they laid it out on some crates because crates are good for posing cryptid carcasses. Yeah, they're the best. They laid it out on some crates, and it's just this long, skinny thing that sort of has a tail and sort of has a head. And they determined that that was a juvenile Cadborosaurus. Oh, there we go. Although then, like everyone else later, is like, that's just a baby whale that's digested. (laughs) No, no, fuck you. Which, you know, versus like um, totally unknown extinct animal or digested baby whale, I'd probably lean to a digested baby whale. Yeah, but you know, you can't write a really hopping whaling shanty about a digested baby whale. <laughs> yeah, I missed all that. I kind of came back from being in movie world and like, oh yeah, sea shanties were a thing for like a week. Yeah. Did yep. you see that? I was like, I did not see that. Yeah, you didn't miss much. <laughs> I missed it. It was really weird and and uh I there's a band I like called uh, Ale Storm. They are a pirate themed power metal band and they basically just play metal sea shanties. And nobody oh, okay. was talking about Ale Storm during the sea shanty craze even though they fucking rule. Yeah, they they probably invented it. Yeah, they invented, yes, this metal band invented the sea shanty hundreds of years ago. Let's see. Serpentine body that forms many humps or loops. Length. Somewhere between 16 and 100. That's a uh, variety there. Feet? <laughs> yeah, feet long. That's a big, that's a big error bars. Somewhere between two and eight feet in diameter, okay. like round to black. Okay. Head like a sheep, horse, giraffe, or camel. Right. All eyes in, the, eyes in the front, small ears or horns, pointy tongue, two rows of fish-like teeth, mane or fur, sometimes reported, neck three to twelve feet long, one pair of front flippers. You ever wonder how these people think evolution works? They, <laughs> yeah, sure. Things can have us have whatever you want. Yeah, it's just yeah. There, there are. There's no common descent. There aren't. You know clades and branching off of other clades it's it's just yeah you can have a mammal that's also a reptile uh, and but but what about what about the duckbill platypus <laughs> yeah coelacanth uh-huh most uh, a ton of the sightings are in, in, in bc around vancouver and this is also according to uh the alleged native mythology it right. migrates along the coast of canada so between Vancouver and Alaska. It's an Athabascan beast, okay. And they scared it away with their totem poles, too, I bet. Yeah, it just uh, does the Carnival Cruise Line <laughs> route from Vancouver up to Alaska and back. I took that route. I did that. I did that. I did <laughs> yeah, that you migrated ago. just like Caddy. I didn't see any caddies, but I did spend a lot of Damn. time just, you know, eating and playing Switch. So there's a bunch of sightings in the 30s of, you know, seeing the sea serpent. Of There's a creature, and it's got humps, and it undulates, or it doesn't undulate, or it's got a fish head, or it's got a camel head. And they all are, like, vaguely similar, but really dissimilar. Do you also ever wonder how people come together and say that these widely disparate things we all saw are, no, no, they're the same thing? No. Horse-like head? Yeah, that's exactly like the crocodile head. This yeah. other person. So. Yeah, well, I saw a fish head. Yeah, same thing. It's cool. Yeah. Well, mine had hair. Yeah, of course. Why not? Yeah, when I saw it, the hair was the slick back. It had gel in that day. When you saw it, it just got out of the shower. Then in the 60s, 
Eight, a 16-inch long juvenile caddy was caught in a net. Ooh. So what was William it? William Hogland. Was it a leech? Because, you know, between 100 feet and 16 inches, that's a pretty reasonable spread. Yeah. Because it's clearly a fish or a reptile because it has teeny tiny babies that then grow up huge. Mm-hmm. And I read a, 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 one of the like, actual science websites had an article about <laughs> <the> juvenile caddy. <laughs> one of the actual science websites. Like science, like science journal. I forget what which which one it was. Had an article about the juvenile caddy that said it was probably just some kind of pipe fish because <laughs> those are weird. Yeah, yeah, I've seen them because they're strange and they can have different. They can actually be different shapes from like if you look at your field guide or if you're familiar with the fish, it can like stretch its neck around because that's part of what it does. So it it can look different depending on how you observe it. Mm -hmm. And so even if you think you're familiar with it, it might look weird. It sounds quantum. (laughs) Until you observe it, it can be any kind of fish it wants. It's like it pipe fish. It looks like, uh, like a seahorse's head on a tube. Yeah. It it has like that. The article said sometimes they're straight. Yeah. And sometimes they seahorse their head around. And so then this guy throws it back, of, of course. So, you know, there's no specimen. But then years later, he claimed that he had caught a baby caddy. So we have an explanation that was probably a pipefish. We don't even for sure have a specimen. Nope, no specimen. The, the whaling station one was allegedly sent to Chicago to the museum, but never... There's no record of it after these couple of photos. Well, it uh, it ended up on a circus train. Train crashed in Nebraska. And escaped. And we, and we got the, the Nebraska <laughs> it, whale It came foot. to life and escaped. The whale squatch of Nebraska. It became whale squatch. Yeah. <laughs> Cad, Cad squat, Cadbury squatch. Oh, that's a delicious Sasquatch. Seasonal, too. It's, it's, it's Big Burry. <laughs> <laughs> Me not like skunk ape. Me smell yeah. like milk chocolate goodness. Stay out of my creamy center. <laughs> Me melt in mouth, not in hand. No, that was not invitation. I show up at Easter to celebrate Jesus <laughs> and his sacrifice for all cryptids. <laughs> you know, Jesus wasn't white. Jesus was Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Was... Yeah. Lots of sightings around Ash Wednesday of... Of squatch, what, what do we what do we say it was? <laughs> Big Burry, <laughs> Big Burry, <laughs> Big Burryers. <laughs> it's Cadfoot. <laughs> I like Big Burry. I'm trying to imagine like the Sermon on the Mount as a Bigfoot. Like blessed, blessed are the hidden, for they shall bamboozle <laughs> the cryptozoologists. Blessed are the hidden, because no one can take a good photo of them. Big Burry sounds like a very British cryptid. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, that's Big Burry. Yeah, that's what we call him. <laughs> he lives uh, because he lives up in the Big Burry area, up in the north yeah, of England. Well, there'd be a town called Big, Big Burry. Burry. Yeah, and it'd be like the Big Burry Beast. Yeah, or the Big Big Burry Big Burry. Oh fuck, Big Burry Beast is good. I was trying to come up with something like really silly in British, like the the Big Burry Bumble. <laughs> well, I have one of those. I have a bumble. Yeah, but he's not a big burry bumble. He's just a cat. No, he's a regular cat-sized bumble. He does bounce, though. Have you thrown him at the floor? 
No, he bounces on his own. Oh, okay. Jumps around. That's good. Goes up and down stairs. He bumble. He bumbles about. That makes sense. Does he help you put the the tree, the star on top of the Christmas tree? No, there's no Christmas tree because there's too many cats for that. <laughs> yeah, I know the feeling. I hung up a blanket around the iguana to try to help keep him warm, and all the cats immediately went to work trying to rip that down. Yeah, like immediately they're like, um, "Let's play on this. Try to climb it." Maybe let's chew on the sides of it. One of our kittens loves to pull my towel down off the towel rack. Sometimes he'll walk into the bathroom when I'm in the shower, stare me in the eye, and then pull my towel onto the floor. (laughs) He likes to bat my allergy pills all over the floor in the middle of the night. Just knock them off the counter and bat them around the bathroom floor. He's a dick. I got some some plastic conduit showing up tomorrow so i can cover my cords because uh someone is chewing on them oh what a jerk we haven't had that problem for quite some time cadbury they don't really chew on them they just kind of grab them and pull them we and uh, i don't want them doing that it one of our dogs rowdy the dog we had to put to sleep uh almost a year ago now he he was the one that destroyed our christmas tree actually he chewed through the the cable it was it was one of the trees that had built-in lights and he chewed Uh through the power cable and there goes that tree okay so wait are you talking about the naden harbor carcass is oh yeah stomach of a whale yep 1937 did you find the picture uh no i'm just reading about it in the book being ten and a half feet long with the head like uh-huh. that of, quote, a large dog with features of a horse and the turned down nose of a camel. Yeah. Sounds like, like a like melty ass dead whale. Like what sea creatures have. Huh. Yeah, most of these are from the 30s. There's like one from the 50s where some three humps bumped a boat. <laughs> had a dog shaped head. and Oh, and this one had horns. My lovely cryptid humps. 59 <laughs> check it out in late 59 he was in 30 feet of an animal with a 10 foot neck sitting straight out of the water with coarse brown fur red ten. eyes and small ears so none of these are are similar 10 foot tall 10 foot around 10 foot diameter yeah 100 feet long 10 feet long doesn't matter okay 16 inches yeah it's all the same one thing. with a giraffe like head with 1984 I mean, a giraffe kind of looks like a dog horse camel. Spotted by a mechanical engineer because that's relevant. Oh, yeah. They know what they're talking about. In 1990, oh, 1992, music professor. Professor? <laughs> music professor. Saw a multi-humped animal about 25 feet long. Some students in 1994, 20-foot animal with two humps. Oh, here's our, our uh, possible explanations from the cryptozoological fandom wiki. Okay. <laughs> Northern sea lion. Oh. Northern elephant seal. Surviving bacillosaurid type of archaic whale. No. <laughs> Suggested by Roy Mackle. Famous uh, cryptozoological bozo, Roy Mackle. I wonder if he's in this book. Evolved plesiosaur. So not just a plesiosaur. <laughs> An evolved plesiosaur. But a kick-ass new evolved one. No, because everyone knows if it was evolved, it would have two legs and a big brain and use tools. Yeah, it should be smarter than everything else because that's how it works. 
What was that guy's name you said? Roy Mackle. Nah, he's not in here. Really? He's all... He's got, oh, there he is. Uh, no, there he is. One for he's got a boner from McKellie Mbembe, if I remember correctly. Page 147. Roy Mackle. He has a BA and a PhD in biochemistry. He's a biochemical engineer, looks like. He hunted for Scotland and McKellie Mbembe and the Kongamoto. And here's him in a sailboat on Loch Ness. Oh, mm. good. Yeah. Yep. Oh, and our old pal, decaying basking shark. Of course. <laughs> and then number six is is just bananas. Some kind of decapod. <laughs> because you know that's that looks that resembles a camel or a giraffe or a yeah. whale or any of these other things. Those just are a those are a hundred feet ass, long. A big ass lobster. Yeah. A, I mean, theoretically, lobsters are immortal. If one, if you had one who somehow managed to keep molting after he reached that point where he didn't have enough energy to, to, to molt and died by being squished to death in his own shell, yeah, it could get 100 feet. Why the hell not? What, they don't have a penultimate molt? No, they don't. The, the lobster's oh, all like... Oh, this was suggested just for the, the juvenile. Lobster's like, this isn't even my final form. <laughs> then, it's going to go super saiyan. Then it, goes, then it becomes catty. Ah, it's over nine thousand. <laughs> how many? How many molts has this lobster had? <laughs> it's over nine thousand. Yeah. All right. Let's, let me just uh, file that joke away for later. <laughs> okay. For how many molts has this extremely powerful lobster had? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a really, really powerful time traveling magic lobster you found. <laughs> How many molts do you think it's had? Let me use my molt scanner. No, the lobster then reveals that it can talk. Of course. And as it's well, going it's an, it's, it, it's screaming, it's over not. It's an evolved lobster. <laughs> and then it punches a hole in the planet. And then it gets kamehameha to death. <laughs> oh, the tarantula molted last night. That's cool, except gross. So now she's even bigger, Don. Thanks. Great. Yeah. Remind me why I've never been to your house, other than living across the country. I was going to say, oh, you don't live here? Yeah. I don't live there anymore. Um, What else do we, anything else? Still not as as big as this big-ass bird eater back here, though. God damn you and your fucking spiders. pretty big. See, you know what I kind of find interesting about Caddy is the majority of the sightings were... In during the like the the uh, uh, the Great Depression, and so also, it, like people don't have enough food to eat, and they're and seeing things. It's the the same time that the Loch Ness monster was in the news. Oh yeah, yeah, because it was what nineteen twenty. Are we recording still? Yeah, we're recording. Okay, again. we fixed yeah. it. Okay, good. Yeah. We had we had some sound issues. Sorry about that. We fixed it. I just thought of that that this is the same time that the Loch Ness monster was a big deal. Right. So, so people are seeing. Lake monsters and sea monsters all over the world. Well, it's like the UFO flaps of the 40s, 50s, and 60s. It's a sea oh, monster. I just flap. thought of that. Because, that, you know, the 30s, that was a lot of, you know, mm-hmm. Loch Ness activity. So yeah. when, sur- when was that... the surgeon's photo? I want to say that was 1920. I think it was like 30 or 31. Was it? Surgeon's... It was the early 30s. The surgeon's photo was 33. You're right. Yeah, so same year as same year as King Kong. Yeah, 
that's kind of interesting, isn't it? Something enters the popular consciousness and people begin seeing them everywhere. Yeah, that didn't occur to me earlier when I was reading this, but it just did now. That oh yeah, same time. Of course, none of the cryptid wikis will point out that correlation. But no, they're they're because it's oh it's totes real, guys. One hundred percent real. It's not a basking shark. It's it's not a decapod. It's not a ballless eel. Which is have you heard that explanation for Nessie? An eel, a male eel with no balls, and that makes it grow really big for some reason. Oh, okay, that's good because everyone knows that. No male hormones equal giant things. Yeah, eunuchs are huge. And like, don't even get me started on castrati. Brilliant voices, great sopranos, nine feet tall. What I don't understand it. Giant and violent. Yeah, huge, violent, (laughs) gorgeous, gorgeous singing voices, though. Worth it. Yep, that's that's how you win Mr. Universe is you cut out all male hormones. (laughs) And then you become. And And you just become an oily orange monster. Yeah. That, wait, is that what Trump did? <laughs> Go. Let's, let's see the real animal. Okay. As much as I love goofy stuff, I'm more, way more excited to talk about real shit. <laughs> your your prehensile-tailed skink. I got I've got a Solomon Island prehensile-tailed skink that came that in a cardboard got, box. Yeah, that's how you ship them. <laughs> I mean, it's not 1920; they don't come in like a giant crate. Sending, sending although that would be fucking awesome. It came in a crate. So I got it's and it's a baby. So oh, really? to start with, the babies are monstrously big. Yeah, I thought it was full grown grown. from the picture you sent me. No, the adults are like two feet long. Damn. Plus, they're somewhere between twenty and thirty. Let me look at the exact. Let's find the exact dimensions. <laughs> uh, Solomon Island skink length. You know what I've had going through my head the last couple of days, which is really uh, stupid. What is that? You know the uh, from the Grinch. But what it's about? like, well, it'll obviously be skink, skank, skunk. skunk. <laughs> That's is that dumb? That's been yes, going through my mind. Very dumb. For some reason, skink, skank, and then skunk. That's so dumb. Yeah, I don't know why where that came from or why. How long are they? A million feet. Between 16 inches and 100 feet. Duh. Yeah, 16, uh, oh, 32 inches is with the tail. Damn. It's like two and a half when you measure, no, When exactly you measure lizards, you tend to ignore the tail. You go snout to vent, mm-hmm. which would probably be around 20, 24 inches. But then the tail's another third of the animal. So, yeah, about 30 inches. And then the babies. So, imagine a female that's 30 inches long with the tail. Then they have a baby that's about 10 to 12 inches. Hmm. Which is bonkers because this thing is big and it's a brand new baby. Wait, does it give live birth? They do. That's an excellent question. They do give live birth. They're ovoviparous, so they have the baby live. No egg. So once again, For ovoviparous is they just skip. It's still like an egg. Yeah, it's not placental. They still got a yolk and they, you know, all that. It's just then. They skip the hard shell egg part and just and keep just the baby right inside out. until it's done yeah. cooking. And then it comes out in its own little sack. See, evolution, and evolution isn't it as cut and dry as you think it is. Is it there, Mr. I know, Science Man? You got a reptile given <laughs> live birth. You can have a, a mammal, camel-headed reptile snakefish. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's got 
as many legs as you want, mm-hmm. as whatever features you can come up with, mm-hmm. oh, and yes. it's a random size. Yep, that's exactly – that is actually a, a combination of every cryptid that I did while you were gone, basically. Because Octosquatch had between four and eight legs, and the Ohio Grassman was between five and eight feet tall and 300 and 1,000 pounds. Yeah, that's a good range. Yeah. So these lizards are hard to get because of this – feature because the female well, the females only have one baby every few years. Oh, that sucks. So that's their their strategy is to just have one giant baby occasionally. So they and then the babies stay this is super weird too for a reptile is they live in groups. So they're so the babies will live in the group. It's called a circulus. They're they're fucking be, they're people. They they have one baby every few years. It's humongous yeah. when it comes out. They live in groups. Yeah, and the the you know it gestates for several months. Huh. So it takes you know like a good year for this baby to. So come you out. have purchased a reptilian slave. That's what I'm getting well, from this. It's probably putting, sentient. It, you probably ripped it away from its mother and it cried in reptile language. You know, when like <laughs> I am, I really am a little sad. worried about it being by itself, honestly, now because I've been yeah. reading a lot about their social behavior. So now I'm really like guilty about it. I need to get another one. Give him a kitten. <laughs> oh, yeah, a kitten. I'll teach him sign language. Yeah. And then he can tell me how sad he is when his kitten dies. <laughs> Great. And he can grab That's- your nipples. I really need that. They can talk about nipples incessantly. Yeah, but then it'll turn out that it was all bullshit and you made it all up. Probably. Fantastic. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's no... Go back. We did a whole episode where we pondered, we pondered and, Coco. And then, and then at the end of the day, after all that trauma, there could be no consensus on what actually happened. Fun. Yep. <sighs> what, what, where was I? Oh, yeah, they actually have pretty, apparently complex social behaviors because they live in groups where it's it'll be like a male with three or four females and then the recent babies will stay in a group until the babies get mature enough to wander off on their own and start their own groups or become part of another group so yeah that sounds a lot like uh gorillas or yeah very much like gorillas and they're from the solomon islands which to use the mr miyagi Visual representation that you can't see. Australia, here. New Guinea, here. (laughs) Solomon Islands, here. (laughs) So, you know, it's over there. Yeah, right. It's where Mogwai come from. Yeah, Yeah. pretty much. And I think they're sighties too at the moment because they're getting pretty rare in the wild because they're just logging the shit out of... Like Guadalcanal in particular, they're just logging the shit out of unregulated. So who knows how long these are going to be around in the wild. So another reason I want to get more. (laughs) Breed some. Is to make some more. Yeah. Because they're just super neat. They're the world's largest skink. There used to be bigger ones, but they're extinct, obviously. Yeah. And they have a prehensile tail. They're vegetarian. They, They One of their foods that they eat is a very common houseplant. Which is they love they love to eat pothos. What the fuck is a pothos? That's one of that no, that's one of the three musketeers. I was damn it, don't fuck up my joke. I was gonna <laughs> say they don't they don't care for Aramis or or <laughs> D'Artagnan. Or Aramis. Um fuck, what are they named? There's Athos, Porthos, Aramis, yeah. D'Artagnan. They don't care for Aramis or 
<laughs> they do love pothos. <laughs> so I bought two. I, uh, the, the, my, I'm irritated because I, I went to the hardware store and bought two pothos plants. And then on the car ride home, I'm thinking, fuck, I should have bought a third one <laughs> so I could have pothos, pothos Aramis, pothos. and the other one. Give them all, give them all rapiers. Yeah, just to, so I can name my plants so I'm going to feed to this lizard. <laughs> so eventually I'm going to get a third pothos plant, and then I'll have all three of them. And then maybe I'll name... Oh, then my ficus can be D'Artagnan. <laughs> this is the ficus? Because it'll be next... Is the ficus food for anybody? No, it's just the ficus. Just the ficus. And I worked with a guy once who was kind of disgruntled, and uh, I was trying to smooth things over between him and the boss. And one of his demands, like not really demands, but like he really wanted a ficus in the office. And when 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 the boss was like. What the fuck? I'll get him a ficus. I don't give a shit. And when he got that ficus, he stopped whining for like six months. <laughs> like thinking of this this freewheeling cavalier executive who's like, I don't give a fuck. I'll buy a ficus. Well, it's just like it's like she knows that that'll shut him up. This is this okay. This is the guy. Okay, I, I'm not gonna. I'm buying ficus all day. I don't give a fuck. Th- this this guy. <laughs> I'll spend upward of nine dollars, nineteen dollars, <laughs> maybe twenty one plus the tax for a I don't small give tree. Shit. <laughs> shit. Th- th- this guy one time. That's called... right. That's right, Eileen. I'm using my petty cash <laughs> to buy ficus all day. <laughs> anyway, he you know what? Who's taking an extra twenty <laughs> minutes you. on their lunch break to go to Home Depot? This bitch right here by ficus. You're never gonna let me talk. No, I just like um, talking, talking trash about buying you like, common house plants. You like a wolf of Wall Street of ficuses. Yeah, gonna do twelve like, pounds I, I of blow and lost, get a ficus. Yeah, I think he does a lot of cocaine in addition to enjoying house plants. <laughs> Fuck, sell. Ficus is down. Sell, sell, sell. Well, he did come back with two, um, I think those are escorts, ladies. And he's real nervous, but um, didn't get the plants. <laughs> Home Depot so that was, was more of a three-hour lunch break. But um, not seeing my plant here, my friend. <laughs> Yeah. You talked a lot of you talked a big game about buying ficus. Look, and, um, look, we can't we can't always have the fi- we can't have all the ficuses that we want. All right, and this is my friend Candy, and this is her friend Popsicle Stick, and <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna be in my office for a minute. Uh, it seems you did get me some kind of very small succulent. I don't know what this is, but um, it's definitely not the ficus that I demanded. You know what? You know what? You're fired. You know, if that keeps, if that ever keeps my employee happy, that's a pretty easy. Yes, that's that was exactly her point. If that's where it's like you adjust your child, as long as he doesn't ask me about the uh, the new the new insurance. <laughs> oh, he has a ficus. Yeah. So anyway, one night he called me up. I, I was supervisor on a night shift in this place, and he called me up because he insisted that Chupacabra was on the roof. This was in uh, uh, West Central uh, in, uh, Indiana. Okay. 
And when I was like, no, it's probably a squirrel. I like, no, I swear it's chupacabra. It was bigger than a squirrel. Okay, it was a raccoon. We get raccoons in the woods back there all the time. No, it was chupacabra. Uh, and you, ha- you had to know how to, ha- know how to, ha- how to handle him. And, and the boss knew how to handle him. The previous supervisor taught me a little bit how to handle him. One night he was, he was talking. I don't remember what shit he was saying on the radio, but it was just he wouldn't shut up. And we're all in all the different areas of this place, and, and he's just like talking dumb shit. And so, so Malcolm, the the guy who was the supervisor before me, calls him up and is like, "Hey, you do me a favor. I need to know what the laws are for keeping waterfowl as a pet in." in the state of Indiana. And he goes, Oh yeah, I can do that. And, uh, I was like, Malcolm, are you going to like get a goose or something? He's like, no, but watch He'll shut up for like six hours. <laughs> and then six hours <laughs> later, he's like, yeah, yeah, here's the, here's the rules. Like a totally worked. Well, that's, I mean, you win both ways. You find out what you need to know mm-hmm. and you keep that guy busy. Yes. Maybe this the uh, cat did want to find out about waterfowl. If anybody wanted a goose for a pet, it would be Malcolm. He was a character. Good dude. Oh, I don't want a goose. No, I don't. Maybe a small duck. Uh, that seem like a pain, too. Birds are just too much too much work. Yeah, I would never get one of the long-lived birds, no matter how smart they are. I already have enough stuff to deal with. I'm happy to watch other people's birds on the internet. Oh, me too. I watch other people's birds all the time. Yep. Because they are fun. We were watching a bird video where a bird was really closely bonded to a dog. And Julie is really, she's really sensitive to how birds bond with things. Because often when a bird is really bonded to their human, it's because they don't realize that's a human and they want to fuck it. (laughs) And so so we're watching this and she's like, oh my God, that bird wants to fuck that dog so bad. (laughs) It had pair bonded the dog. And the dog's just like, oh, I have a friend. Uh, lost your network connection. What? Well, that's what, it's tell- that's what the internet's telling me. Well, I can see and hear you. I lost your video. Uh-oh. Well, you can still hear me. Cool. Should we wrap it up? Yeah, let's wrap it up because apparently your network is weird. <laughs>